Welcome to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we share practical life hacks, shortcuts to help you make, manage, multiply your revenue and impact in the world. I'm your host, David Ubita. The Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast starts right now. And I can tell you this, you know, thank God that my first, my most successful, I had a lot of failures as business on the side, you know, from flipping cars to flipping clothes to all kinds of different, you know, different ventures. But I will say this, I found real estate, I found wholesaling, I found fix and flipping, and we completely, I mean, we built this thing like quicker than anybody in, 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 in probably the history of wholesalers and fix and flippers have ever built anything this quick in, uh, in just three and a half years. And uh, we took our company from, you know, from just a two-man team to God knows how many people we have working with us now. We have a CFO, we have acquisition manager, we have disposition managers, we have transaction coordinators, we have junior acquisitions, we have business development managers. We have all kinds of people within our organization. We have a lot of different leaders in our organization. And our company, you know, now that the real estate company alone produces, you know, millions of dollars. And then with what we did with that money, Okay, this is very important for entrepreneurs out there. We did not instantly gratify ourselves. Okay, we took the money from that business and we started creating other businesses from solarfuse.com, inventoryc.com, import-export company, National Medical Surplus, which is a medical company, magnusdigital.com, which is a uh, digital marketing entity. We started creating all all these other businesses, successful businesses, and now we own over 26 businesses in a matter of four years. So this thing really took off really quick, but that's because we made the sacrifices, honed in, focused, and really, really started building and also surrounding ourselves with the right personnel to help us build these companies. And we did not go for the instant gratification, okay? We delayed our gratification from the cars to the watches to the to the houses and, and the clothing and everything you can think of, we didn't take none. We didn't partake in some, none of that until we really established ourselves as businessmen and built these other companies. That those other companies are now considered assets, and those assets now started paying for the liabilities we do have. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, I think that's a very important thing for a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, because everybody sees the Lambos and the Rolls Royces, and, and that's what they're shooting for. Don't shoot for that. Shoot for growth every single day and shoot to become a person of value and when you become a person of value and you're constantly growing guess what's going to start chasing you the money all right guys welcome to the life hacks for entrepreneurs podcast uh, where we share practical life hacks or shortcuts to make manage multiply your revenue and impact in the world. I am your host and uh, lead life hacker, David Ubita. So today on episode 35, we've got a really, really cool guest. And before we dive into today's big show, I wanted to, let's see, let's see what the latest stats are here for the podcast. So here's some cool information. Uh, as you guys know, we are heard in several states. Uh, I'll share the top five with you in a moment. And then uh, we've got a big shout out to France, to the United Kingdom, Sweden, Australia, 
and the Netherlands. Big love to you guys all in those beautiful countries. Uh, here are the top five cities where our podcast is being heard. Number five, Colorado. What's going on? Fresh powder out in Colorado. Uh, Texas. A big shout out to Texas and uh, all you Dallas Cowboy fans. And uh, New Jersey. Hey, what's up, Jersey? We've got Illinois. Go Bears. Uh, should I have said that? <laughs> Probably not right now. And then we've got Cali. Hey, all of you guys in California, stay safe. I know that you guys have been weathering the fires out there. And I just wanted to say, uh, what's up? And uh, give you guys, send you guys some love here from the podcast. So a really, really cool episode that we've got planned here. Carlos Reyes, uh, we'll dive into that. Great interview in a moment, but I wanted to make an announcement with you guys. And that announcement is this. Drum roll, please. I don't have a drum roll button here. Damn. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and put that in the to-do list. Get a drum roll button. All right. So here's a huge announcement, guys. We have a new book coming out, and it is going to be as a result of the podcast. So the new title, the new book, Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs 52 Proven Strategies to Make, Manage, Multiply Your Revenue and Impact in the World, written by yours truly, lead life hacker, David Ubita. 52. Yeah, why 52? Well, we wanted to, we wanted to provide our fellow entrepreneurs with a, a strategy that they can implement every week to help them, again, to make manage and multiply your revenue as a business owner and your impact in the world. And that's a great segue for our next, for our next guest, Carlos Reyes. He, during the interview, we talked about, um, impact over, over income. And that was something that he and I shared in terms of a, of a life strategy. And I really appreciated Carlos's heart during this interview. He's the CEO of 26. Yes, 26. He owns 26 businesses. A very, very successful young man, because that's what he is. And uh, I tell you what, I left this interview really, really inspired. Um, and part of the reason that I left really inspired was because his emphasis really is about impact versus income. And granted, income is nice. It's important. We have to pay our bills, right? But impact, legacy, what are we doing to make a difference in the world? So buckle up, guys. Episode 35 with Carlos Reyes is coming up right after this break. And a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, if you're a B2B company looking to generate consistent sales opportunities on LinkedIn, make sure your profile has been looked at by a pro. For a limited time, MRDEU Global Media is offering a free LinkedIn profile assessment to increase your profile's organic reach with prospects on LinkedIn by 32%. Schedule your free LinkedIn profile assessment at MRDEU.com at MRDEU.com. DEU.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. Here with the one and only Carlos 
Reyes. Guys, you're going to love his story. Carlos, welcome to the show. Hey, David. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited uh, to see uh, what kind of value I can bring today to, uh, to your listeners. You know, that's one thing I've, I've really enjoyed as I've gotten plugged into your social media and learning more about your story. You just have this servant's heart. Like you, I heard years ago a, a speaker say, there is one thing greater than achieving success, and that is helping someone else achieve success as well. It sounds like we have similar philosophies. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we uh, we have a few few core values we live by, and one of them is impact over income. You know, impact over income, and you know, it, we we get so much more satisfaction and fulfillment when we can impact people's lives the way that we have done over these past three years. When we impact a life, you know, not only that person, that individual's life is impacted but that person's family's life is impacted. And then as they go on to create and build businesses, they get to impact more people's lives. And, and it's just a domino effect. And it's just beautiful to, to just watch from afar, you know? So that, that, that means so much to us because as you and I both know, you know, making money is great and all, and, and we, we chase that for most of our lives. But once we get there, it gets old fairly quickly. It gets old in a matter of months. Very true. Very true. Um, I want to dive into that whole concept of impact uh, versus income, which is just something that's totally in alignment with what we believe here uh, within the, the podcast and the life hackers that listen. Um, I, wa- I want to ask you how you arrived to that philosophy uh, and share your story with our audience a bit, would you? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I pretty much grew up um, – you're, you're most most entrepreneurs, not all of them, but most successful entrepreneurs. You know, we we come from a an upbringing of adversity, and you know we're we're looking to we're looking for a better life, even if it's not on a massive you know a massively successful level. We're just looking to climb out of poverty. We're looking to change or to assist, you know, our, our, our either single mothers or parents that have been struggling, our siblings. And, you know, I, that's what it started with me. I, I wanted to make an impact, an immediate impact on my family, on my single mother who busted her butt, you know, uh, mo- uh, most of her life making eight twenty five an hour uh, and not speaking English and risking everything to come over to, to the United States and, you know, after a year, a year and a half of hard work, bringing me and my brother over, um, you know, just extreme, extreme hardship. And we're, we're always looking to, like I said, help our families, right? Growing up, our number one goal is most, most entrepreneurs, I can, I can tell you 90% of your listeners right now, they want to become massively successful to either help their mom out or help their, their dad out or help their their siblings out, you know, to, to make an impact on their families so they don't have to struggle and go through the hardships, continue to go through the hardships that, you know, we're, we, we, we come up as an upbringing and, and we know, we don't know any better. You know, we don't know. We think of these circumstances as, as very normal circumstances when, you know, now that I see the world with a different perspective and I see society and the economy with a different perspective, I know for a fact that it's not right for children to grow up under the circumstances and hardships that I grew up under. 
and that some of the world, you know, if you go to India, the slums out there, and you go to Africa, uh, they're still growing up, you know, without sanitation, without running water, you know, things like that. It, it's just not normal, but a lot of us that are born into poverty think of it as, oh, this is completely normal because we just don't know any better. So I'm here to try to try to change that. I'm here to try to help people know that there's more to life than these kind of circumstances. And that's what we, we mean by making an impact, uh, a mental impact, a spiritual impact, a financial impact. Whatever impact is, may, is passed on to that person through, you know, through our experiences and our successes, you know, and our failures, of course, uh, that's what we're here to do. And that's the message that we try to carry with our community. I love it. I love it. So walk me through, like, you, I know you do a lot of speaking and you're, you're totally like 100% dive, you've, you've dived into the whole concept of impact versus income. And we know that impact leads to income, right? So when, when you're meeting with someone for the first time who, you know, fits the description that you've just provided, what's one mental shift? One thing that you would, and of course there's no magic bullet, but what's one piece of advice or one mental shift that you would recommend for someone who perhaps finds himself um, in the description that, that we just messaged, uh, that you've just described, you know, they're, they're stuck in poverty. Perhaps it's a cycle. That's, that's very easy, very easy, very easy to answer. Um, a lot of times we come across entrepreneurs, you know, what I love about entrepreneurship is, you know, it's, 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 it's almost uncharted territory. It's an unpromised journey. It's an unpromised journey and it requires a lot of risk and sacrifice. But one thing that I immediately look into, uh, any, any individual that is an up and coming entrepreneur is I look into their mindset and the first thing that I like I, I like to ask them is, or I like to figure out what their beliefs are like. Are they, do they have limited beliefs because of the circumstances that they grew up under? Do they have limited beliefs because, you know, maybe they had, they, they had just like many people born into poverty, they had the wrong programming from their parents, from, from teachers, from society, from their siblings, you know, from their family, you know, because that, that's the thing. If you have limited beliefs, how far do you really think you can get you have to be a delusional optimist and that's why a lot of the times people think that us entrepreneurs are completely completely insane because we believe in, <laughs> in we believe in the law of attraction we believe in you know we believe in like okay if i can believe it i can achieve it so you have to remember to 97 percent of society that sounds like a total lunatic right yeah wait wait, wait. are you saying that if i if i believe that I can make a million dollars one day that I have, the, I have the potential to, to do that. You know, yes, yes, you absolutely do. If you believe in it hard enough and you start working towards it, well, think about it. Your, your average Joe is going to think you're, you're completely crazy. Oh, why don't you, why don't you just believe that you can go hit the lottery then? You know, you know how it is, right? So yeah, yeah. It, it happens. And, and that's why, you know, it's sad to see, and it's unfortunate to see that a lot of today's society is stuck under that mindset, that limited mindset that doesn't allow them to shoot for more. And, and that's one thing that I, I immediately look into in this person's life is, do you have limited beliefs or do you truly do believe that you can accomplish 
what you what you want to accomplish. So that that's a very common problem for a lot of entrepreneurs is limited beliefs. Yeah, and it's so sad too. Um, and it's a, if I'm going to be transparent, I remember being that guy uh, when I first started, right? Having limited beliefs. Okay. Because even in entrepreneurship, uh, as you start to see success, you're always going to hit a ceiling. And then, well, I can't make that seven figures or I can't make that eight figures or I can't even make you know that six figures you know, on a monthly basis, that kind of thing. So it's always interesting to see the, the different limiting beliefs that sometimes we don't even know we have until we're faced with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of times, again, you know, the most powerful thoughts are the thoughts that we produce to ourselves. And that happens a lot. You know, when your, your mind is your, your mind was invented or created to survive, right? Your brain is a survival mechanism. And if, if you're trying to go out of that, that survival uh, threshold or space, your mind is immediately going to tell you that, whoa, 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 no, 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 stay at your secure job because that's a guarantee, that's a guarantee, that's guarantee survival. And, and that's what a lot of folks don't understand is, you know, we have to, we have to break those thoughts. We have to break that mindset. And, and the sooner that we do that, the sooner that we're going to be able to make, to make significant progress. Yeah, I agree 100%. Oh, what's one thing or a behavior that you've implemented for yourself to, uh, to ensure that you're not finding yourself uh, dominated by limiting beliefs? Well, um, I read a book that really changed my life forever. It's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvecker. Mm-hmm. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvecker. That I always grew. I always grew up as a delusional optimist, which was a gift from God. Okay, but that's not always the case for a lot of people growing up with the kind of hardship that I grew up with. So, if you need to break these limited chains and these generational curses, you need to you need to self educate yourself. And when I mean self educate yourself, I don't mean you know it has nothing to do with going to college. And and there's nothing wrong with college if you're just going there for an education, but you need to understand that if you're going to go to college, they're only going to program you to become an employee. They're going yeah. to train you to become an employee for someone else. And there's nothing wrong with college. Like I said, you can learn so much from college. I didn't go to college, but I have a lot of friends that did. And I want my daughters to go to college. But you have to start self-educating yourself. And you have to really start believing in yourself you have to start believing in yourself that the things that you, that you say to yourself and you write down to yourself, whatever kind of affirmations you're, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of uh, providing for yourself, that you really do believe in them. It's almost like a child, right? I remember, see, I didn't have much of a childhood because, again, I grew up in extreme poverty. Mom had to leave Mexico. I, I'm from, I was born in Mexico and you know, the legalization uh, process was very, very, very long and extensive. But what I do say this is, as a child, I didn't get to use my imagination a lot. And as children, that is a gift that we have, right? We, we, we set up forts and we're fighting wizards and whatever, right? So right. You, have this, you have this imagination and you really think that you can do anything that you set your mind to at that time without even knowing it. 
right? You can if you if why do you think people? I'm you know when they say like when you go on career day at a second graders or a third graders uh, classroom, I'm going to be president president of the United States. I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be a police officer. I'm going to be a lawyer. Well, they, you know, they really do believe what they're saying. These children, right? They really do believe that. Yeah. So we have to tap in to that side of our brain, which is the creative side, which is the, the, the side that holds the imagination. We have to tap into that somehow, because you know what? Coming up, society is society unintentionally or or intentionally suppresses us it depletes us of the of that imagination you go from wanting to be an astronaut to just wanting to be a clerk or wanting to be a waiter you know what i mean because because that 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 imagination is depleted as as you start to get older though that imagination and that creativity starts starts to go away and, and, and that is what we have to do. We have to get back into that mind frame. And the way that we do that is we have to rewire and reprogram our brains by reading a book like Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvecker, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. You have to rewire because you have to remember now, coming up, you know, society they did the they did the programming for you and you have to completely wipe that slate clean and you have to put new information in there and now you get to choose what information you want to put into your mind and based off that information that you put into your mind that is what's going to catapult you into the path of entrepreneurship and the journey of actually being a successful individual agreed i remember reading a statistic where the average uh, American uh, will read one book a year where the average CEO will read an average of four books a month. So I totally agree with you. It's mind blowing. It's crazy. It's mind blowing. You got people like Warren Buffett and you got people like um, uh, Bill Gates. All they do is read and read and read. They, you know, they read all day. You're like, what, what do you, you know, what, why? Right. Well, because, they're 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 taking all this amazing information. They're you know they're putting all this amazing information into their hard drive every single day. So the muscle, I mean, the brain is a muscle as we know, and it's only going to get exercised through reading and learning and self education. Watching television isn't going to do it. You know, uh, uh, gossiping isn't going to do it. You know, uh, just doing things that don't exercise that muscle. It's it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you get new information and retain new information. And those guys are, I mean, they're, you can only imagine how developed their brain muscle is because all they do every single day is exercise that muscle. I don't think there's a day that goes by that they don't exercise that muscle. Yeah, Warren Buffett's uh, practice uh, from reading some of his uh, biography, et cetera, he'll spend the first three to four hours of every day just reading. Uh, interesting fact about Mr. Buffett, although I've never met him, but I've, I've read a lot about him. Uh, every day, his wife still puts out uh, what the uh, I forget what I think it was like two dollars or three dollars, something like that, in change, so that he goes and visits his favorite McDonald's for <laughs> for breakfast every single morning. Isn't that interesting? Oh well, I mean, 
I, I don't know why he would go to McDonald's because I don't even think <laughs> don't they have know. like I don't even think they have real eggs. You know, like real like shell eggs. So I, I know I don't think that's good for his health. You know, I don't think that's good. But you know what? The guy is still kicking and he's still he's still killing it. So I mean whatever he's doing seems to be working for him. Yeah, I, I found that interesting simply because he's just so ritualistic, right? And and that habit of of uh, reading every day, the, the habit of I guess indulging in his favorite uh, McDonald's breakfast, I found that very interesting from from a human side. Absolutely, absolutely. He has great routines, and you know, routines are are, are very very powerful, very powerful. It teaches us to be disciplined. But at the same time, we have to we have to also break um, we have to break the pattern because you know we 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 come down with significant stress, and the only way to break stress patterns are doing just something completely uh, completely out of the schedule, out of the routine. You know, like just get up and go to the beach. You know, get up and go to the beach. That that right there will break that pattern. You know, go and uh, go and what I like to do is I like to uh, go to this resort here called the uh, the Optima, and they have what's called the Cold Deluge. It's freezing water. So what I do is I hit, I hit the sauna for 20 minutes, and I do the Wim Hof breathing training. And then I immediately, uh, as I'm holding that last breath, go to this Cold Deluge, dump the freezing water over my head, down into my brain, uh, down into the back of my neck. And, uh, and I do that twice, and that seems to, to really help me with my stress. So, again, routines are great. Routines are necessary as entrepreneurs. But at the same time, we have to break these patterns because you can only burn the candle on both ends for so long before you you come under heavy stress, if, if that makes any sense. I love it. I love it. Um, as we wrap up this conversation, man, where can our audience learn more about you and what you're doing um, for example, like your IG or social media stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me say a couple things, right? And 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 I yeah. I, I don't not not to edify myself in any way, but guys, my entrepreneur journey started in twenty October of twenty fifteen. Um, that's when I started uh, learning and thinking outside the box. I come from a corporate background. I worked uh, I worked in corporate America for most of my life since the age of fifteen, all the way to around thirty. And, um, and, and, and it was, you know, it, it was so limited, like I hit the ceiling. So if a lot of you guys are, are, are entrepreneurs at the time and you have a nine to five job, you need to start using, utilizing your time as efficiently as possible. When you're not at your work, you're trying to, to build something outside to allow you to leave this, this rat race, leave that corporate structure. Okay. That's one thing. And I can tell you this, you know, thank God that my first, my most successful, I had a lot of failures as business on the side, you know, from flipping cars to flipping clothes to all kinds of different, you know, different ventures. But I will say this, I found real estate, I found wholesaling, I found fix and flipping. And we completely, I mean, we built this thing like quicker than anybody and in, 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 in probably the history of wholesalers and fix and flippers have ever built anything this quick in, uh, in just three and a half years. And uh, we took our company from, you know, from just a two-man team to God knows how many people we have working with us now. We have a CFO. We have acquisition manager. We have disposition managers. We have transaction coordinators. We have junior acquisitions. We have business development managers. We have all kinds of people within our organization. We have a lot of different leaders in our organization. 
And our company, you know, now that the real estate company alone produces, you know, millions of dollars. And then with what we did with that money, okay, this is very important for entrepreneurs out there. We did not instant, instantly gratify ourselves. Okay, we took the money from that business and we started creating other businesses from solar com- solarfuse.com, inventoryc.com, import-export company, National Medical Surplus, which is a medical company, magnusdigital.com, which is a uh, digital marketing entity. We started creating all these, other, all these other businesses, successful businesses, and now we own over 26 businesses in a matter of four years. So this thing really took off really quick, but that's because we made the sacrifices, honed in, focused and really, really started building and also surrounding ourselves with the right personnel to help us build these companies. And we did not go for the instant gratification. Okay. We delayed our gratification from the cars to the watches, to the, to the houses and and the clothing and everything you can think of. We didn't take none. We didn't partake into none of that. And so we really established ourselves as businessmen and built these other companies that those other companies are now considered assets and those assets now started paying for the liabilities we do have. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, I think that's a very important thing for a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, because everybody sees the Lambos and the Rolls Royces and, and that's what they're shooting for. Don't shoot for that. Shoot for growth every single day and shoot to become a person of value. And when you become a person of value and you're constantly growing, guess what's going to start chasing you? The money. Absolutely. It's a byproduct. Okay. And I can be found uh, Instagram official Carlos Reyes, official Carlos Reyes on Instagram and uh, on YouTube official Carlos Reyes and uh, Carlos Reyes on Facebook. So I hope that, you know, I hope that these couple of minutes uh, were they can they can really move and touch somebody and make an impact on somebody, uh, God willing, you know, uh, because that's that's all this that's all it's about. There are a few entrepreneurs who keep everything to themselves and are very selfish, and then there's a few, there's other entrepreneurs like yourself, like myself, who are selfless and we are go givers and we want to see other people succeed. And you know what's crazy about helping other people succeed? The more people that I help help and impact their lives and help them succeed financially, spiritually, mentally, the more that I continue to scale up. So it's, it's a weird formula. You know, it's a weird formula that I never had any intentions for. But here we are, you know, thank God. Fantastic. Carlos, your story continues to inspire me. I am positive it's going to inspire our audience. And as always, man, thank you for joining us here today on the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. Hey guys, if you're a B2B company looking to generate consistent sales opportunities on LinkedIn, make sure your profile has been looked at by a pro. For a limited time, MRDEU Global Media is offering a free LinkedIn profile assessment to increase your profile's organic reach with prospects on LinkedIn by 32%. Schedule your free LinkedIn profile assessment at mrdeu.com at mrdeu.com. Life hackers. Hey, just wanted to take a quick message to thank you for your continued support. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us on many occasions, I want to personally thank you because we do this to support entrepreneurs just like 
you. Hey guys, please take 60 seconds today to visit iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. This will help us grow organically and inspire more entrepreneurs just like you. Now, while you're there, please leave us a review and I promise to read each and every comment and apply your suggestions as we continue to improve our show. Also, if you like free stuff, then make sure to like our official Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs fan page for upcoming guest information and free giveaways. Guys, this is David Ubita, your host of the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. Until next time, continue to grind, grow, and give.